Hello, all you goblins and ghouls. Welcome to the Halloween edition of TLR, the Ludicrous Report. As always, Isa and Joey here. Isa, always going above and beyond for our streams. Isa, how are you? What's going on? Happy Halloween. I'm good. Happy Halloween. I'm dressed as your cat today. Uh, you, we just talked about this off camera. I yeah. died laughing. I didn't even put it together, and it, it just it makes me happy. I'm glad. I'm glad. I figure it will pop you. Not Catwoman. I am Joey's cat. Thank you very much. See, I don't have a costume, but I'll show you my shirt today. I thought I thought this your shirt be- is priceless. It's all like you see, like Chucky in there, and they're watching rom coms. You've got man. Yeah, you have Pennywise, Michael Myers, Jason uh, yeah. Voorhees, Freddy Krueger, and Chucky in the background. Chuck and they're watching romantic comedies. It's, still, it's hilarious. You got the classic ones there. I will say you would have gotten extra points if you had Ghostface, but Ghostface, some people do not put him in the Hall of Fame of slashers. Yeah, I agree. There's a, there's... I love Ghostface. Ghostface is my fave. Yeah. Um, I guess we could start before we jump into all the fun stuff. Uh, I already it. see it in the chat. Uh, Ricky said it. Rest in peace uh, to Matthew uh, Perry. From friends Chandler Bing from friends wow. passing away the the tragic passing at age 54 very very young uh very unexpected but as always you know death is unexpected but um yeah just a sad situation and yeah so many people around the world like big fans of friends I'm never I've never been a big friends person however yeah. um one of the first movies that like I remember first of rom-coms that i fell in love with and it had a lot of like um but like interracial relationships uh intertwined in there which was fool's rush in which is him and salma hayek mm-hmm. i love that movie and that's why he was a baby in that movie but that movie i always just go back to that movie you know as a little hispanic girl growing up i just remember loving that movie immediately so that's always every time you say matthew perry my brain doesn't go to friends my friend my brain goes to that movie because it's it's, it's up there in my in some of my favorite classic rom-coms one of my favorite movies i think is of his is uh with bruce willis it's the whole nine yards and then they did the whole 10 yards those yeah. movies were epic they were they were fantastic I tweeted out the uh, Lonely Island reference because uh, Lazy Sunday. I don't know if you remember Lazy Sunday from yeah. Lonely Island, but they referenced movie trivia. You know, what friends uh, person starting a movie with Bruce Willis is Matthew Perry. But I tweeted that out because I just thought it was um, all the all the friends tweets, and I was like, listen, I know that Friends has such a huge fan base. I always felt like we were divided between the Friends and the Sex and the City people. I'm a Sex and the City people, okay, but. Um, yeah, I grew but, up with friends. Yeah, but I was like, people need to also see that there's other people out there that remember him for other things. Like, the, like, like Matthew Perry did a lot of things, and it's just he has such a sad story. And I'm very curious to see, and I feel like it's gonna take us a while to figure out exactly what happened. I mean, more details are being released. It sounds like uh, he wasn't in the pool or the hot tub long before, like the assistant yeah. found him. Uh, that's one of the things his last Instagram post is him in that hot tub, which makes it super eerie now. Um, there was no drugs found in his house, just uh, pre- prescription drugs. Yeah. They found cigarette patches and gum. So it seems like he was trying to quit smoking. So I don't know where he was in his journey with addiction, but he was so open about his battle, you know, and what he went through and thoughts and prayers to friends, families and 
his humongous uh, fan base. Like I, I, I have been loving seeing all the love and the support that that has come together from from friends, fans all over the world. Yeah, I think the most remarkable part about Matthew Perry was, and he even said it. There, there's there's a quote that he said, basically paraphrasing here, but he said that of course everyone knows him for his role in Friends, and that's really what everybody will remember him for. But he wants to be remembered for helping people for always being there for people who fought addiction and who, who mm-hmm. wanted to quit drinking and drugs. You know, he gave up his house in Malibu to make it a, uh, a sober home, yeah, a, a treatment facility. So he's done some remarkable things that I think get shadowed by his role in Friends. And he, that his life's goal was to be known for his, his kindness opposed to Chandler Bing from Friends. So I, I hope that that's what gets spread from here. But, uh, you know, on lighter news. I wonder how much he was affected. And we can move on from that. But, like, I remember people had such big expectations from Chandler when they made it his own, like, sitcom. And it didn't seem to take off. And I also yeah. think that that had to have affected him a lot, you know? Yeah. Well, and, and Dylan just said it in the chat. He really had a problem with his role in Friends because – Throughout most of that time on that show, he was fighting really for his life. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And for him to watch, rewatch and go back really was was a hard thing for him to do, a hard pill for him to swallow in that sense, to be able to, you know, relive that, that bad time. Yeah. I just hope that, you know, it seems like they're going to do a toxicology report, which we know is going to take weeks, months. So. You know, we're not going to know a lot about it. It was just sad and very unexpected, very out of nowhere. But you phrased it first in the beginning. Um, death is unexpected. We never know when it's going to happen and who it's going to happen to. So yep. just make sure to call your loved ones. Make sure you let your people know you love them and live every day to the max of what you can, right? Not going to go out there and jump off a parachute every day, but at least try to, <laughs> try to do something. I like, to, I like to learn something new every day. Even if it's a little fact that I didn't know the day before, I always feel like that's a thing. And, you know, not every day we feel good and all that, but live every day to the max of your potential for that day. Of course. And you could start today by whipping out the coolest costume, the most creative costume you can. You see, Issa's my cat today, my cat Jagger. So... Now, everyone can just start today uh, living their fullest life and go out and have some fun with Halloween because that's what we're here to do today. Hell yeah. Happy Halloween to everybody in the chat. Samantha, Joseph, Dylan, Ricky. We see all of you guys. Happy Halloween. Thanks for hanging out with us. We have some Halloween-related news for you guys. I try to find the most on theme. So we wanted to talk about Matthew Perry. But from here on now, let's have some Halloween fun, Joey. Let's have some Halloween fun. I don't have candy today. I am like, you know, you you went all above and beyond today with your costume. And I saw someone today in the chat said, Issa, you know, has a costume and Joey's just Joey. But if you're just tuning in, guys and girls, ghouls and and what did I say before? I don't, even, I don't remember. Look at this show. He, okay? He's on theme. He is on theme. I just, you guys know Halloween is my favorite holiday, okay? So... There's going to be at least some kind of attempt to be on theme. Uh, but I did find, it's just, uh, okay, I will say cigarette candy is up there for me, but, but they're hard to find nowadays, like the old school cigarette candy. But another one of my classic favorite Halloween candies, well, it's not Halloween, but I can only find it around Halloween time. Oh, my God. I just love Fun Dip so much, and I yeah. saw it out when I went to buy a prop for tonight and i was like i took like 10 of them 
I have a question to ask you, but I also want to ask uh, the chat and those who are watching. You can you know type in your answers as well. We'll talk about it in the towards the end of the stream, so it gives you time to kind of get your answer ready. But I'm going to throw out the question now. The question is: Is November first too soon to start decorating for Christmas, putting up a tree, <laughs> doing whatever you're gonna do? We're going to talk about that at the end of the show because we're going to have fun today with Halloween. But towards the end, I want to hear and see your answers. So that's the big question for today's show. Is November 1st too early to start preparing, decorating for for, for Christmas? Uh, but the first topic on today's show, let's talk about the Kardashians being Kardashians for Halloween. Really doing their oh thing. Oh, God. I am sorry, but Kim and North won my entire heart this year. You know, <laughs> this makes me so happy because we've talked about it previously on the Kardashian corner that we do on our show. We're seeing much uh, – we're seeing a different side of Kim. We're seeing the more down-to-earth, reserved, authentic mom that she is. Right, we're not seeing the superstar who wears Marilyn Monroe's dress to the Met. Right, we're we're seeing a more down to earth Kim. She's doing more things with her kids. She's not as like celebrity esque as she was. Quiet, reserved. If she's dating, we don't know. It's it's, yeah. it's a refreshing it's a refreshing thing from her, and I'm hoping that she's enjoying that privacy too because she doesn't get that privacy very often. But I do think that focus is starting to shift to the younger Kardashians slash Jenners in this case. I think that we see Kylie and Kendall a lot more in the news now than we see the other Kardashians, and I appreciate that. Yeah. Well, we're talking about her her, her costume here with North. It's, <gasps> it's not as... It's not like the wow, crazy costumes that we're used to from the Kardashians. You know, if you look at Courtney. You know, Courtney's doing her own freaking thing. But uh, we're used to seeing these out-of-this-world costumes <laughs> from Kim. And this year, utilizing the kids and, and having fun with it and, and not being extra. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, just being, like, just being authentic and having fun with it. Yeah. What do you think about it? I, I, I love it. Like I told you, I thought that Kim and Nord, uh, for those of you guys who don't know, Kim dressed up as chair. Uh, they dressed up as clueless, her and her daughter. Yeah. And they, they looked identical. The picture they posted on Instagram, yes. even with the jib in the background, I was like, listen, if I was a multimillionaire, that's how I would do Halloween. Like, I love Halloween. If I had all the money in the world, I would throw the biggest Halloween parties and I would Absolutely. go all out like that sometimes i don't even want to dress up because i feel like if you're going to do a costume you have to do it the right way or don't do it at all you know but um the yeah yeah they dressed up as as the girls from from clueless and as that being one of my favorite movies i loved it i appreciate it uh obviously stacy dash being north i just love that kim is teaching north about that north is gonna be her own star like you you can already tell um So out of all the costumes that I saw, um, I like that one. And I also like, they have multiple costumes this weekend yeah. because I saw the one of Courtney. The, the most iconic thing that I saw from the Kardashians this weekend is that Courtney dressed up as pregnant Kim from the Met Gala. 
And I died. I'm like, how iconic of a family do you have to be when you can use your own sister as a costume? And everybody knows exactly what you're dressed as. We all remember the couch dress with the flowers that Kim wore when she was huge, yeah. like eight months pregnant. Courtney pulled that off. And I thought that was actually iconic. I also did like um, Kendall as Marilyn Monroe. I thought it was yeah. simple. It was well done. Yeah, those were my top three highlights from the Kardashians this weekend. Yeah, and we see here uh, Kylie and, and Kendall, they uh, kind of join forces here with, with their costumes doing uh, Sugar and Spice from the Batman Forever movie, 1995. Yeah. Crazy. Uh, that's what we're Yeah. Yeah. Um, but going back to what you said about Courtney dressing up as Kim, there is some tea. I don't know if it's related to that. I don't know if you've seen the headline, but there's apparently some drama between Kim and Travis Barker. Did you see no that? Way. Yeah. No, why? That apparently Travis thinks that Kim is uh, stressing Courtney out while she's pregnant with all like the drama that they have in the show and everything like that. This like sister. I thought that was like months ago. No, it was. It, it came out uh, the last couple of days. I, I saw it in some some headlines that they were talking about that. Um, okay. So do you think that her dressing up as pregnant Kim has anything to do, kind of like throwing shade, do you think? Or do you think it's just kind of... Uh, I don't know. I feel like their whole rivalry is for the show. The show, right? I think, they, I think they're faking it. I think it's scripted. I don't think there's anything going on between them. And I think they're just doing it for the show. Yeah. I think, I mean, if I have a rivalry built for the show, that's not getting the same... I don't think the show has been covered like it was when it was on E, especially in the beginning. Even when it was E towards the last few seasons, it started to like die down. So I think that if you're going to do that, her dressing up as Kim, like it makes perfect sense. Like it's going to be, it's going to be talked about in this sort of perspective. But I honestly think that they all understand how to, like the one thing that the Kardashians have always done is, is keep the attention on themselves. Um, and they're very smart about it, whether it's, it's Chris Jenner behind it all or whatever it is that they have to do. It's to the point that anything that they do now, we see as a PR stunt. I still see people out there thinking the Bad Bunny and Kendall Jenner is a Chris Jenner PR stunt and they're not a real relationship. Like, it's gone <laughs> to the point that their moves, we all think, oh, it's a PR stunt. That's not a legit thing because that's how good they are. So I see everything as a PR stunt, honestly. Yeah, I, I don't know what to believe anymore. Even not even like not even the Kardashians, but like outside and in, in media in general, it's kind of hard to like kind of differentiate like what's real and what's being done as business. We can say in parentheses, um, right? But I do like uh, the comment that Samantha made a little while ago. She's waiting for Heidi, Heidi Klum's costume because she always goes out. I mean, Heidi Klum is like the queen. Of She's all goals. She's cool. Yeah. She's the one person that I told you inspired me that I know I'm not rich like that, but <laughs> that's the kind of parties that I would throw. Like, I would, like, fly you enjoy. Like, I would fly my closest friends, and I'll be like, no, you have. And I, the one thing I love about Heidi Klum is supermodel. She didn't always do the pretty costumes. Like, she goes all yeah. out with it's the fun. makeup, the prosthetics. Like, she is. And that's when you really wonder, like, if I had the makeup artist, the money and all of this, like, what would I actually dress up as? Because we all go with the generic costumes now because it's easy to pull off. But yeah. imagine having, that's a question for you guys, for you and the chat. If you had unlimited money, money to throw away, what would you actually dress up as if you could make it happen? Let yeah. me know. Because Heidi Klum is the best. 
Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what I would pick as a costume. I can't even pick out a costume like this year. Like I can't, let alone if I had all the money in the world to create something. I uh, I will be Regan from The Exorcist. Hair, blue, like green freaking puke, and somebody will have to figure out a way where it looks like my head is turned around. I know somebody can make it happen. Now I, I will tell you this. I I'm like cheesy when it comes to that stuff. So like w- w- down the road when I do have a family, we're not doing individual costumes. We're gonna we're doing like joints, like groups, yeah, group costumes. So like what comes to mind for me, if I had all the money in the world and like down the road I have a family, a wife and kids, we're we're doing Shrek, Shrek, Fiona, Donkey, Lord, Fa- we're doing it all. That's I always want to. I, I just don't have enough friends to do to, to do an in sync. Or Toy Story. Toy Story would be my ideal. But that's I need I need four friends and I only have two, so I can't do in sync. <laughs> uh, you said bye 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 to everybody else. Is that what happened? Yeah, okay. I would love to recreate some in sync. In sync has some iconic looks in their concerts. Like Listen. if you go back and watch some of their concerts, they really have some iconic looks. But no strings attached and sync yeah. with the stringies and all that. That would be fun to recreate. Hey, listen, you don't have to be in sync if you're alone. You could do Justin Timberlake because he kind of just, you know. So let's not talk thing. about him. He's canceled now after that Britney yeah. book. Did you see that he was planning a comeback that got ruined by this whole thing? Mm-hmm. What comeback? <laughs> I don't know. I think. I think that it is the time that some of these people start stepping down and living. Like I just told you with the Kardashians, like the attention is switching to the Jenners now. And they're okay with that. Like some of them are okay with that because it's like, okay, like we just talked about Kim turning 40 something yesterday. It's like, how much longer can you like really keep up with that? Right. And, but yeah, I, I, I don't know that I would do, I, I will tell you one thing though. After like I started listening to it, I'm not done with it. The Britney book. But yeah. it put me in a nostalgia thing where I started looking up some of the old NSYNC concerts, which I still cannot believe those boys did those performances without lip syncing, dancing the entire time. The, the shape that they had to be in. You don't think about that when you're that young. You're just enjoying the show, right? Um, but I just want to say ju- justice for Jay-Z. The way that the label ignored Jay-Z for, you know, to push the Justin Timberlake solo agenda is ridiculous because I always thought... JC had the better voice. I think JC could have been huge if they would have put the same machine behind him too. Yeah, I, I don't know. It, it, I always loved NSYNC, and then I loved them individually, and I never understood like Justin Timberlake. Yeah, Crimea River and all his songs were like top tier, but like the other ones never even got a chance. Well, they, because they did them dirty. They said they were going to take a break and they were going to come back. Um, yeah. And they like the, there was three. Well, they started working on JC's solo project, but the other three were actually turning down projects because they yeah, kept, oh, they, they kept telling them, "Oh no, in six months they're gonna get back together." Then Justin yeah. like went huge, and they were like, "Well, he's gonna go on tour, so we gotta wait six months more." The yeah. hiatus ended up being a two-year thing, and then on one of their birthday parties, my instant geekness coming right out right now, Justin went up and told them he wasn't coming back. So there was two years of three of them on, on wait, wait listed by them. And then JC failing when he should have not fail. Like I, 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 I don't backing him. That's what happened. Yeah. And it was, it was like crazy because like, listen, I told you, I went, I went and revisited all of these things lately. <laughs> and it was like, 
I think it was like JC was supposed to perform at one of those like big games. That's not the Super Bowl, but he got canceled after the Justin Timberlake Super Bowl scandal. Like it's crazy how poor JC got done. But I listened to him on the Lance Bass podcast because he had him on for the 20th anniversary of No Strings yeah. Attached. I'm so old. And this man is so against doing a solo project. And I was like, he's scarred for life. And we're never going to hear that beautiful voice again because of how dirty they did him. That's sad. I don't know if you saw this or not, or people in the chat. I don't know if you saw it either. You know how NSYNC had this little comeback this year, reunion, and they did a song? Yeah, I if you, if you go listen to the song and go look at the the, you know how on either Spotify or Apple Music, we, we're Apple Music, so we get it. It shows yeah. you the name of the song and then the artist. It says In Sync and Justin Timberlake. Justin Timberlake. It's not just yeah. In Sync. It's In Sync. You should have seen when that though, because when Celebrity the album came out, they heavily promoted Gone. It was written by Justin Timberlake, and Justin was the only one that sang it. The In Sync did backup vocals, but that was yeah. a Justin Timberlake song, and I was like, oh, I remember as a fan, I was much younger, thinking, oh, the Justin push is coming just by seeing that. Because I was, Justin was my favorite at that time. And I remember like, you know, we would buy the CD the day it came out and listen to the whole thing. I remember listening to Gone and I was like, this is all Justin. And we were going to the kids in the chat. We used to get these little booklets that you would take out of the CD and scroll through them. And I would read who was writing the song. I realized that he wrote it. So, but a lot of, what people don't know is a lot of the favorites were actually written by Jay-Z. And a, a song that I always talk about that I feel like somebody, maybe I should do it on my channel, should do a documentary about it, is Digital Get Down. Because Digital Get Down by NSYNC is actually the very first song that talks about getting down on the internet. They were so ahead of their time. This is before OnlyFans, this is before webcam, this is before all of that. Yeah. And I was like, if you really think about it, NSYNC was Skype calls. Like, none of that existed when that song came out. This guy's talking about doing freaky things over the internet. This is the very first song that really talked about it. You know who, not to get off the topic of NSYNC, but you know who also deserves a lot of credit, who doesn't get the credit for being more behind the scenes, writing a lot? Kesha. Did you know that? Yeah. Kesha writes yep. a lot, a lot of songs for different uh, artists today. And even like during her time, she's she went through this whole battle with uh, the allegations that you know, happened. Oh my God, that was crazy Maybe. what happened to her. It's so sad. Yeah. But yeah, I think people like, there's a lot of people that write behind the scenes and, um, and like people don't even realize it. And like to, back to that 20th anniversary, I don't even know how we ended up here, but back to that 20th anniversary podcast that I was telling you about, uh, Lance shares that JC's in the studio every day, writing for other artists, putting together like music. He yeah. even does TV commercials and all this, but you don't He's know what all his, right. You have to like, think and, and like really dig yeah. and it's funny that i bring up those cd booklets because we don't do that now i actually pay attention if i like no. the if you have apple music and you turn on the lyrics at the end it says written by and it tells yeah. you exactly who wrote the song but back in the day we used to like look at the book look at who wrote it look at all of these things i feel like now we just listen to the songs and we don't even know who's all behind the scenes collaborating in that yeah i don't know there, there's there's a lot that we don't really get to see in that sense like it's there but we don't hear or see it because Man, i i worked at sam goody yeah. and i got that job because uh obviously i was a big pop culture girl and i listened to english music and they were in puerto rico but they 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 ran the same way they ran the states yeah. 
But I gotta tell you, those years, it was the most fun job to like get to work and have to ask people to move from the door so that you could get in, so you can get the store ready for open because there was lines of people waiting to buy a CD because that would be the only way that you would listen to the music. Yeah. Same with movie releases, DVDs or video games. Like that was such a fun job. Like people would clap for you when you would get to work <laughs> because they were like, yay, we're gonna get our CD, you know? Do you remember for... when... No, go Sorry. ahead. No, do, do you remember when uh, you'd walk into those stores and they'd have the headphones that you can like yeah. test the music? Yeah. yeah, we had the we had the stands in the back for the PlayStation, the Xbox, like the I think it was the Cube, the Nintendo Cube that was out at that time. Like, but yeah, and the best part was that, for example, for no strings attached, I had this job. We got it at the stores two days early because we were supposed to play it. I love that. Oh my god! Nice. So I remember yeah. my boss. My boss was like, I have a surprise for you when you finish your shift. And I opened that day and I was like, okay, I finished. What is it? And he gave me a, shut up, a CD player and a headphone. And he's like, you can listen to it before anybody else. I screamed. I hugged him. Back then, it wasn't awesome. a thing right now. Now it's probably weird if you hug your boss. But I remember screaming, jumping. And he just closed the break room. They were like, just, she's having a moment back there. Just let her be. <laughs> I really do miss those stores. They don't have them anymore. Yeah. It they was have so Barnes and Noble, but like, it's not the same. Yeah, they close all of them for your entertainment. They close. I remember because that was our biggest, uh, our biggest competition. So we're always keeping an eye on what they were doing. But those days are long over, and we had the like we would decorate for Halloween. Like it was, it was just so much fun. Sorry, I went completely off topic talking about dressing up as anything. But I got, I got everyone in the chat is, is enjoying the, the nostalgia. <laughs> we still have to do our nostalgia show. We've been, we've been talking about that forever. I know. I yeah. know. We'll do it. We'll do it. But uh, keep it on the topic of Halloween today. Let's talk about this topic that, uh, that you found that you sent me this morning about mm -hmm. uh, celebrities who've had ghost encounters. I think that's pretty freaking Cool. Let's go. Me. I have the, I have the, I have the uh, thing open. You were just talking about Kesha. Yeah, that, I, that was kind of the segue I was going with that into that Kesha, Vanessa Hudgens. Uh, so many celebrities claim they've had encounters with ghosts. Now, before we okay, but Chloe Bear is saying that she has sex with ghosts. Okay. Well, look at look at she's at number two in the in the in the. Um, she's number two, and he says that's there that's the lady from the view, right? Yeah, the old lady from the view. She says she's had sex with ghosts, and she never got pregnant. I wonder why. Huh? Maybe she was doing a little self care and felt bad about it, so she just blamed it on a ghost. <laughs> you know, she's you know, watching too much scary movies, bro. <laughs> there's some names on here that don't surprise me. Chris okay, Stewart, like Demi Lovato. Uh, let's see who else on here. Lily Collins. Demi Lovato's on there twice. Yeah, uh, Kendall Jenner is on there. Gigi Hadid, uh, Dale Earnhardt Jr. I mean, there's a lot of people on this list. But let me ask you before we even dive into this: Is this something that you believe in? I don't even know what the term to use is. Like. Do you, have you ever had one? Have you ever had an encounter with a ghost? Two, are you a believer? Yes, yes, and yes. Okay, 
I uh, I love watching. There is uh, a tag team duo on YouTube, Sam and Colby. They're the younger generation, but they go. They st- like they just posted uh, like a, a little mini series this week. They stayed in the Conjuring House for a week, and they did all this stuff. And it's just like it's crazy. Like yeah, it's crazy. I had I have an aunt that believes in this stuff lives for it like th- like it's part of her job she like goes ghost hunting and stuff she's on like all these like these shows i that love that and growing up we were always like she always like tried to show us things and we're like well oh, the hell's going on here but i i want to believe it like i i enjoy halloween i enjoy the adrenaline rush from getting scared and doing all these things and I don't know. I I am a fan of it. You never had any kind of like supernatural encounter or something that you just couldn't explain happen to you? Not on the top of my head, but I've had like dreams that I felt like people were there when I like when so I you went. You never go to a cemetery late at night? No, you I haven't played Ouija board. Yeah, yeah. I've I've done all that, but I've never really had the experience of like, oh my god, this is real. If that makes sense. Yeah, more been like fun. But I guess I, from seeing what I've seen, I, I believe it. Right. But like a lot of these stories are like, uh, like look at like the original Exorcist. That's based on a true story. As a matter of fact, I just saw there's this guy on YouTube that I watched that goes to like movie sets and all that, and he visited yeah. the original house where the original Exorcism, like you know, took place. Like. I think that I I, I, I I do believe in it. I do believe in it. I not only have I gone out of my way to like ghost hunts and, and, and seek for these kind of like encounters, yeah. but at the same time, I've had encounters that were not because sometimes I feel like, okay, we're going to go, we're going to get this group of people, we're going to go to the cemetery, we're going to take pictures of orbs and do these things. Yeah. When you're in that kind of like heightened state, something will happen. You believe that you're like experiencing it, right? Because we all heard it and it could have been just a freaking bug or something or, or a tree wind. Exactly. But I have also have experiences where it's like you're not looking for it and weird things just happen. Like I have had that too. So that's why I'm like, okay, if I told you I only experienced the supernatural or like ghost encounters at times that I'm just purposely looking for them, then I will question it a little bit because sometimes we yeah. hear what we want to hear or see what we want to see. That's why a lot of these ghosts hunting shows don't entice me. I, yeah. I actually like more the ones on YouTube than the word produced for like TV, you know? Yeah. But um, but I, there have been, I've been in situations where I'm not looking for it and like like things happen that I'm like, there's no other way to explain this. That helped me be a little bit more of a believer. See, like when I start to think about this stuff and not to go off topic and not to go into a whole different discussion, right. but my my beliefs for this stuff goes so much deeper. And like, I I'm... I like going down the rabbit hole of, of these kind of conversations. And I know you do I love too. that. Like, so surface level, we're like, do you believe in this stuff? I personally believe that our souls, uh, our, our human body carries our souls, right? So mm-hmm. when we pass away, our souls kind of leave our human form and there's still souls out there. So I believe that. So if I believe that, then I technically believe that there is supernatural things happening out there because if our souls leave and they're in the universe and you know they're there, how could they not be real if you believe that, if that makes sense? 
let's keep the rabbit hole going. What do you think happens? Do you think you go to a different life? Do you think you go to heaven, to hell? What do you think happens to our souls when we die? I don't know. I think the nice and, and not we're not doing religious talks here, but no, I no, think no. The, the nice way to think about it is that you go to heaven and it's like this beautiful place. But I'm not sure what it is. You know what I mean? Do you like, ever not think that because I don't I don't know. Right. Like I'm not trying to go in a weird rabbit hole. But don't you ever like meet someone and it just clicks like you know them from a previous life. Haven't you ever been someone that feels familiar? Haven't you ever like, yeah, I really do think that you go on to a new life and a new settings. And I personally think that that's why there's new souls and all souls. I feel like you can be a brand new soul and this might be your first life and you could be a soul that's I've been around for been a while. Yeah, I think that that's what an old soul is. I think an old soul is a soul that have been through multiple of its lives. And I do think that maybe there is an expiration for all the souls, but I think maybe yeah. there's a purpose. And you keep coming back until you fulfill that purpose. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, the idea of deja vu when you when you feel it, the, the definition of it is when your your soul remembers something from a previous life but can't actually like yeah. pinpoint it. So like your soul remembers it, but your your human body form is present. It's a lot of crazy stuff out there. I love it's a lot of crazy things. I love these talks. If you and I were sitting late at night having some drinks, oh my god, that's we will stay up all night. That's not we're not gonna sleep at Royal Rumble weekend. I'm telling you right now because I can talk about this forever. Like I always tell people, for example, like I feel like I'll give you a very concrete example of it happening to me. Yeah, I feel like in a previous life, my oldest nephew was my son. That's how connected I feel to this kid. And it doesn't make any sense. Like, but I'm like, I don't know if it's a vu, but from holding him until now, and he's 25, I still feel like I watched this kid grow up before and all that. And I always tell that. I'm like, I think in a different life he was mine. And on this one, he came back as my nephew. And I also think that you're gonna find some souls. Like, I don't know about soulmate. Yeah. I feel like that, I feel like the term soulmate is not your significant other. I think that a soulmate can be just somebody that your soul matches with and you continue to find each other throughout the periods of lives of your soul. I think that's what a soulmate is. Like I call my best friend my soulmate right now. I think that people have it all wrong when it comes to what a soulmate actually is. So uh, my friend that passed away last month, my uh, my best friend that passed away last month, we used to say, she used to call me her soul friend. I'm like, what the hell does that mean? And it's not like, so it's a soulmate, but you're not like attracted to that person. It's just like a energy attraction, if that makes sense. Or a connection. Connection. Yeah. Like you've, you've been, there's something from a previous life or something that's up, out of your control above the universe that, that connects you. The energy that connects you is so powerful. Yeah, or when you click with someone immediately, like, like, you know, not to make it about us, but I felt that way when I finally got to hang out with you, when I'm like, I'm kind of antisocial and I typically, I'm very guarded and it takes me a long time to like, let people in. You know how I am because now you know me and you know that I just don't trust anyone. But with you, it clicked immediately. And I honestly think all of that has to do with those kind of things with like you being an old soul or maybe souls that met in the past. Maybe we're friends in the past. Like I think 
in all of that. And I love that this really turned out to be a spooky show, but we barely cover <laughs> celebrities. We're just talking theories. Like, yeah. I just wonder, like, if there's a purpose for us all and you keep coming back until you fulfill that purpose. But yeah. another weird thing that I always felt like it didn't click, but it clicked was, like, I always only made sense in New York City. Like, even here in Puerto Rico, I feel like I don't belong here. I live in the Midwest. I've done all this. But when I'm in New York, I always call that the only place I make sense. It just clicked. And New York just doesn't click for everyone. Trust me, New York is for barely anybody. I and I just remember moving it. there and I was like, this is I it. This is I don't go here. Be. I it. Yeah. Well, I remember going there and this is like, this is where I'm meant to be. And I was very successful. I left by choice because of what happened with my mom, you know, here. But even here, where I was born and raised, I feel so out of place. And in New York, it's just like, this is where I belong. So my best friend was like, maybe you were a full freaking born and raised and died in New York in one of your prior lives because nobody loves New York. <laughs> yeah. I, I so can't like, there's, things, there's things that I feel that happened to you that if you really think about it deeply, it makes you wonder, have I been here before? Like, I, I, I felt that way. I was like, I, I know where I'm going. I know this. I know nobody learned New York in like a week. You know what I mean? And yeah. it was, but that, those are things that I always wonder. Like, I know that I'm an old soul, but I think, you know, I, there's gotta be reasons you know, yeah, yeah, Dylan. Everybody loves New York until you live in New York. Exactly. Until you're paying five thousand dollars a month for rent. Until you're freaking soaked in the subway and nothing is working. Like that's yeah. what I mean about it not being for everyone. Everybody loves New York when you go for like a week. <laughs> everybody loves New York from afar. When they don't live there, right. they love it. It's so beautiful. But then when you get here, you're like there's trash everywhere. You can't afford the rent. You can't oh, my favorite thing is when your friends when your friends visit you and they're like, oh, it stinks. And you're so immune to the smell that you're like, it smells like what? <laughs> like you don't even smell it anymore. And your friends are like, New York stinks. I love seeing those TikToks of people like they're, they're doing like a selfie. They're like, I love New York. It's so beautiful. And all behind them, like all the big trash bags stacked up. Yeah. People are like, we're in New York city. And you hear someone from the background, like shut the hell up. Like, yeah, everybody loves New York until you see a rat in the subway or until somebody shows you their dick in the subway. It's happened to me. I mean, like, like there's like, it's not for everyone, but it's the only place yeah. I make sense. It's not about loving it or hating it. I yeah. make sense there. And, and and I was like, when my best friend said that, I was like, maybe you're onto something. Maybe I was a full-blown New Yorker in one of my prior yeah. lives because... You definitely, you definitely seem like a New Yorker. You got the attitude yeah, of a New Yorker. I have the, yeah, full-blown <laughs> attitude. That I know. That's why I feel so out of place here. Because yeah. here everybody's so nice. And I'm still like, why the fuck you mean so nice? I'm sorry. <laughs> why are you so nice to me? You know what I mean? Like, I'm like, what you want from me? Like, that's such yeah. a New York attitude. I've always been that way. <laughs> yeah. No, it's, I don't know. I, I You could tell, like, it's funny. You could tell, who, like, someone who has been a New Yorker or, or who has, like, I don't know. I guess you could just say just been a New Yorker. Yeah. Yeah, so Joey, uh, like Joey, Joey still you have a kind soul too. Like we'd be hanging out and somebody will say something ridiculous and and Joey does the 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 polite laughs and then he look at me and I'm looking at him like come on, that wasn't funny. Get me out of here. <laughs> yeah. That's I why know. we're Cody and Jay, because he's so he's he's Joey's still nice. I'm not. Like people people think that I'm just like the way that I am here, the way that I am my students is the way that I am in person. Like, if yeah. I think something, I will say it to whoever's face. Like, yeah. I don't have a problem with that. And people just don't like But But Joey, he still does the polite laugh even when something's not funny. When I'm, like, there, like, 
Yeah. You know? Usually, usually I'm upfront, but like in those kind of situations, I'm very much like, I don't want to be the first one to say it. <laughs> I'm always the first one to say it. At least we, like, I don't say it, but I, I'm very expressive. So you can just yeah. tell by just looking at me how I'm feeling about something, which is why when we were doing the lines at SummerSlam to get our interviews, Joey would just look at me and laugh because he knew exactly what I was thinking by the look on my face. I would find you from across the room and just look at you and be like, yeah. <laughs> but That's... yeah, that, that, the attitude of a New Yorker I definitely have. But anyway, so back to the ghost encounters. I think that certain things happen to you in life yeah. and, and make you believe on these things or make you like wonder what happens in the afterlife. If there is an afterlife. What I have never been able to like figure out, and maybe it is a, a late night rabbit hole conversation, is like how do what happens to the souls that the lost souls right these ghosts that you find that means they didn't move on to whatever is next what's the keeping them phase. right what's keeping them here are they trying to get revenge are they trying to say goodbye to someone are they trying, because sometimes i wonder i'm like i hope that i am able to like show the people that i really love if i yeah. move on a way a signal or something to let them know everything's okay and i love you yeah. you know what i mean so i wonder why these lost souls are still hanging around yeah I, uh, I, I, now that you mention it, like I've had, I've had things where, for example, when my, when my grandfather passed away, um, I remember him saying something to my mom about like, when you find like a penny on heads, that's like me, that's like a sign of me. And we constantly, constantly still to, and he passed in like 99, 1999, we constantly find pennies on heads. Like in the yeah. most random spots, I'll get out of my car, put my feet down on the ground. I look down, there's a penny on the heads right there. I'm like, what? And uh, same with the Blue Jays or Red Cardinals. Uh, we, I, th I think the same thing for animals, by the way, for pets. The same exact thing. Pets come back in different forms. That's why I and, love a dog's purpose. I think yeah. that when I you never find watch I, think I never will. Can't do it. I think there is such thing as a as a soul dog like we're just talking about soulmates i think yeah. you find your soul dog and that dog keeps coming back to you one way yeah. or another i believe it i believe it but um before we get all like mushy and gushy here i don't i don't want it we're having fun it's halloween we're we're, we're ghouling around you know what i mean like we're just having yeah. fun. <laughs> let's talk it's about just, it's been like such an unhinged because we're just talking about random things but these kind of conversations do lead to deeper conversations goals you know costumes yeah i love it but uh let's talk about celebrities who say that they've lived in haunted houses they're you... just doing that to get more money at all yeah the first one on the list is courtney cox <laughs> when you are the leader or one of the leaders of the scream series of a halloween series i mean i don't know if you could kind of be in this category Right? Right. Agreed. Britney Spears is on the list. Octavia Spencer. Okay, but hear me out. Britney Spears, her Jennifer first... Anderson. Her first Beverly Hills, or what's it? Hollywood Hills. Her first Hollywood Hill mansions that she ever bought, she went on to sell to Britney Murphy, who then died in the house, and then her husband also died in the house under... Under the same, you remember this whole thing yeah, was yeah. like a conspiracy because they died in such weird. That house has to be haunted now. Yeah. 
Okay, I, just making sure, right? Like she I, might I, say I she was in a haunted house. I'm giving you the real story of, of real. Like, that house has to be haunted. Like, it's crazy that it went from a Britney to a Britney, and then all that stuff went down in there. Yeah. So I've kind of had an encounter with this. Okay. My, parent, my parents, a few years ago, bought this old farmhouse. It's like three acres, but there's like an old farmhouse there that's livable. But there's just like, a, like an old uh, non-operating farm on the property. Okay. The guy that they bought it from uh, was in his like late 80s. He used to run the farm with his wife. His wife dropped dead of a heart attack in the yard in the farm many years ago. Okay. His uh, grandson, one of the grandsons, passed away in the barn. So two people passed away on this property. And I only found out about it after the fact that my parents had purchased it. And me loving like haunted houses and being a fan of all, I was like, oh, this is weird. Never had an experience like this. And we started hearing like ticking in the pipes in the house. Ooh, yeah. And uh, it ended up just being an old heating system in New Jersey. But I like to believe that people are still there. Come on. There are probably people there. You should have done like you should have brought out the Ouija board. But what I found out, I don't know if you know this or not, um, but when you purchase a home or you move into a home or an apartment that someone passed away in, they're legally supposed to tell you. All because of the Amityville house in New York, in Long Island. That's what started the whole real estate people have to tell you because I still think that those people did it for fame and money. I don't think that house was as haunted as they made it out to seem, but I think they figured out where they were living and they figured out they could get a good lawsuit or some kind of settlement for it not being exposed to them. But if you guys ever watched the Amityville movie, the family that moved after all the murders happened, he, they ended up hearing voices and all that. And that is where the real estate agents have to now dispose of this information to you if you buy a house like that came from. Yeah. It's crazy. I mean, my I favorite know, thing like, about this, by the way, is like if you look at the celebrities that live in haunted houses, yeah. uh, Matthew McConaughey is on the list. And his story starts with, I wasn't even under the influence. And I feel like every time I'm going to tell a ghost or an alien story, that's how I have to start it. <laughs> like, my cousins and I, I don't know if I ever told you this, but my cousins and I, we saw the chupacabra, the little alien thing that was, you know, you know yeah. what I'm talking about. Yeah. Right? We saw it. But nobody in our family believes us because we were out camping at the rainforest and we were drunk. Yeah. But I'm like, okay, so maybe we were a little drunk. But how do five, six of us see the same thing The drunk? same thing. Thank you. Yeah. yeah. If you look at Ellen's story, Ellen's story says, I have seen a ghost. It's weird. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Ellen, Ellen DeGeneres. Miley Cyrus says, I was having really crazy dreams and really scary things. And one night, it sounds like a, she's like rhyming here. Yeah. I was having really scary dreams and really scary things. And one night, my little sister, it sounds crazy to tell you, but she was standing in the shower and all of a sudden I hear her scream. Oh my God. No. Yeah. <laughs> Some of these stories are, so that if you read the Megan Fox one, she says her ghost encounter is that she was at her resort in Mexico and she had pre-ordered her breakfast for 7.30 a.m. And at 7 a.m., he heard them pull up with the table and pour the coffee. 
But then when she went to open the door, there was nothing there. That's not a ghost encounter. They were probably putting the coffee for the room yeah. next to you, and the people took it. But Megan Fox, that's her ghost encounter. Her, well, her five-star resort ghost. Demi Lovato kind of got into it, too. She said, my house in Texas is so ridiculously haunted, uh, not by a bad spirit, but by a little girl. I think her name is Emily. I've had a medium come over and ghost hunters, and they both told me the same name, Emily. There have been so many times that I saw her when I was growing up. <laughs> that sounds like an imaginary friend. I used to have one. Yeah, <laughs> definitely sounds like an imaginary friend. I believe yeah, that, that everyone like, can, Especially yeah. once you name it, it's an imaginary friend. Yeah. Once you, once you <laughs> name it, it's real. Yeah. Yeah. Jessica Alba's I'm, on this list. Lucy Hale. I'm trying to find some of the best ones, but some of them sound so fake. Yeah. Okay, this is a good one. Leah Michelle says that she heard a burst from upstairs. Um, yeah. And then she went back up and everything was silent and nothing out of place. So she thought it was all in her head. But then the window flies open again right in front of her. I'm sorry, there's a storm outside. That's not a ghost story. <laughs> like the window just flies open. Okay. Um, let's see. One I don't more. know. If I have a ghost... I am the kind of person that I ask for more. Like a window or a door opening, that doesn't scare me. Like you need to like scare me, scare me. Lucy Hale says her coffee machine turned on at 1 a.m. by itself. Mine does too. I make so much coffee, it probably sees me and it turns on by itself. Like, like here comes this bitch again. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I feel like, I don't know. I, I don't see that as like proof. Like I have a I have a ghost in my house. Her name is Emily. Like, why should I believe you? I have trust issues. Why what would a ghost and this is for you and the people watching? Because we have a handful of people in the chat. What would a ghost have to do for you to believe it's a ghost? Because I feel like the windows open, doors open, footsteps. There are certain things that I'm just like, yeah, you're if you're a ghost, like you're 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 I need the ghost you know? to say, Hey Joey. I'm a freaking ghost. <laughs> Sit down next to you, put the cold arm around me, like, what up, Holmes? Yeah. Let's, have a chat. Let's have a chat, Joe. I'm a ghost. Joe? <laughs> oh my and, uh, God. So when people get serious with me, they call me Joe. Oh, now I know it. Yeah. I'm like, going to Joe, start doing Joe that. Like, ha ha, Joey's fun, whatever. My legal name is Joseph. But... When people get mad at me, like my mom, when my mom would get mad at me, she goes, Joe. And I'm like, Ooh. what? I get, I get the middle name thrown in there when, when that happens. Like when my mom is being mad at me, she calls me by my full name. It's crazy. Yeah. yeah I, I do believe in the, like one of the things that I always feel like are very ghostly like are like the sudden changes of temperature in a room. Especially like when we will mess around trying to find though. ghosts. Huh? You can have that in a pool, too. Yeah, but no, I'm talking like about Puerto Rico. If we're like, when me and my cousins will like go to these abandoned buildings to try to like ghost hunt, it's yeah. like 90 degrees outside. There's no way that a sudden burst of like AC, <laughs> and that's what it will feel like. Like I do believe the changing temperatures in a room that's very sudden is a sign of a ghost. Yeah, I I don't know. I I wish I knew more about this stuff so I can like explore it more I, I want us it sounds like so much fun maybe when i when i come to puerto rico or even maybe this maybe when we're together next we can 
Explore. Don't make me arrive. Don't make me make us arrive in Tampa a day or two late, early just to go like ghost hunting. Because I would. We you know what we should do? Something. We should plan a friend's trip to New yeah. Orleans. That's one of the most haunted places on earth. I'm and it could be non-wrestling related. We're just going to meet in New Orleans for two, three days. Well, we're going to get drunk, right? Like, we got to yeah. do that part. But then we go ghost hunting. They have so many ghost hunting experiences in New Orleans. Yeah. Oh, my God. I am so down for that. Yeah. Maybe uh, maybe we can get some uh, like a small group together uh, when we're oh, in. Oh, I, I did. With people, Joey? Joe, we're not no. going to get anybody else involved. <laughs> All right, then just us. Samantha it's like so uh, funny how you kill my vibe real quick. Like we can get a group of people and I'm like, you know what? I'm out. <laughs> yeah. I get it though. I get it though. In the moment I'm saying it, but when I get there, I'm like, nah. <laughs> I sometimes don't realize how antisocial I am until those kind of situations come up when I'm immediately like, um, no, you have fun. You kids have fun. Let me know how it goes. Samantha says you need to go to St. Augustine. I so I used to live in Florida and we did St. Augustine one year. Uh we went up there beautiful in St. Augustine, this old, old country town. Uh, we did the old hospital that's haunted. We did the cemetery. They did this haunted tours. We have stuff. a lot of fun, like, especially like in old San Juan. If you yeah. come here, we, we will have a lot of fun because even just the fort that everybody talks about, like in Morro, which is a fort that's still built there from like the 1600s. And yeah. like they used to use it to protect the island from like the boats. You know how they attacked back then. Yeah. Like, I guarantee you that place has to have so many, like, fun things to explore. Like, I'm bringing a Ouija board. I'm game. Sounds sounds fun. I don't know. I'm down for it. <laughs> <laughs> let's talk about uh, – let's talk about Halloween costumes this year because – Okay. What's trending? I don't – so, I don't know if it's just me, but I don't think the Halloween costumes that we saw this year were really, like – the outrageous, like over the top extra ones that we've typically seen. I saw, and it's the only one that I retweeted. You guys know I'm a big Halloween fan, but the only one that I literally laughed out loud and said is the most original thing I ever seen was a couple that dressed up as the pitcher, Randy Johnson, and the bird that he killed with his pitch. And I was like, that is brilliant. Nobody has ever thought about this. I never seen it before. Yep. Bravo. I feel like a lot of the costumes that I saw this year outside of celebrities were just people figuring out like what I did today. Like, what do I have at home yeah. that I can put something together yeah. because I don't feel like going to a store or spending money? Everyone was freaking Barbie this year. Like, I don't understand. Well, yeah, the movie. Yeah, but like, what? What? <laughs> the sad thing is that they were dressing up as Barbie when the movie came out in the summer, so they just reused it. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> Oh, Heidi composed it. Says Dylan, oh, let me go. You gotta look, gotta look, gotta look. Yeah, we gotta go look. He said he's insane. Let me see. Live on the show, we're doing it. Heidi oh composed Oh my god, that pizza you posted looks amazing. So I just opened Instagram and your pizza popped up. Oh, I want pizza now. What is it? Where was that pizza from? I don't know. You posted a pizza. And I haven't found Heidi. Oh yet. no, I did. I so I did like a little like a little fall vlog. Of all the little stuff that I did this this season, I still don't understand what her costume is. I don't know what it is, and she didn't write anything. But I can't understand what it is. So I feel like 
People are going out of their way to do these like dark costumes that nobody understands. And I think that takes the fun away from Halloween. Like, I want to know what you yeah. are. Like, I saw, so I saw obviously the Kardashians. I saw um, Haley Bieber was kind of decent. She did a few different, like, you know what it is now? Oh my God, like, the Scream, the, the Carmen yeah. Electron scary movie, Chef Kiss. People are doing like Halloween costumes just for photo shoots. They're not like. I know. I will like, say I saw uh, Soraya Page. I saw that one. As Angelina Jolene Girl Interrupted. Also, Chef Kiss is really funny because um, I couldn't go to it because yeah. of I had an event to cover, but I was invited to a Halloween party on Saturday, and my costume was going to be Angelina Jolie in Gia, which is one of my favorite movies that Angelina Jolie has ever done, and I had, like, the button-up white shirt with the jeans, like, you know how the supermodels used to dress back then? But I actually couldn't make it to that party, but that was going to be my costume, so it was going to be Angelina, not Gia, Angelina Jolie in Gia. I saw a few people go as, in, like, couple costumes, as, like, Bad Bunny and Kendall Jenner. Yeah. And Those, it's not original. I saw, did you see, like, I keep seeing people dress up as Hailey Bieber and Justin Bieber. Like, yeah, Hailey, I know, the I dress. love their, they, they did a Flintstones one that I thought was cute, yeah. the two of them. Like, but then if you look at up. Justin Bieber's, he, like, went as, like, a like he went in, like, a bathing suit. Like, I, like yeah. was it a costume, or was it just, like, you just came from the pool? We lost Justin Bieber a long time ago. I don't question him anymore. <laughs> Whatever, let him be happy. He's still young. Maybe we can get him back eventually. But I feel like we lost that kid a long time ago, and I blame everybody on it because he was so young when he became famous. That Scooterbron blames blames mm-hmm. Uh I saw a lot of people go as uh, Travis Kelsey and Taylor Swift, which is not that one became boring. And it's yeah. like again, you just buy if you you if you have blonde hair, all you need is a Kansas City Chiefs shirt, and you're set. Well, I saw a lot of people actually like. Shave their beards and just keep the mustache for Travis Kelsey. And I was like, why are you doing this? So let me tell you my favorite costume that I've seen this year. Okay. You might have seen it already. But if you haven't, uh, look up on Instagram right now, Ed Sheeran. Did you see his costume? I saw it. Ed Sheeran did Chucky. And let me tell you. Nailed it. Yeah. Did you see that Chucky uh, quote tweeted him on Twitter and called him a wannabe? Yeah. I don't know if I can show it. Can I show it on here? I could show it on here, right? Yeah, just show your screen. I show you how to do this. I have it here. Oh. It's so good. It's so good. Yeah. Chucky. The makeup looks amazing. The hair looks incredible. It's good. Crazy. See, that's one. That's like... That's a costume that, like, you would think, oh, Chucky, everyone does Chucky. But he made it, like, he made it his own. He was creative yeah. with it. That's what yeah. I like. like. You can be I Barbie, think- you can be whatever. Make it different, though. Put your own spin on it and make it, like, wow. I think I'm going to stick with the Randy Johnson and the Burr couples uh, because I feel like every, even if you're not a f- uh, baseball fan, everybody knows that reference in pop culture history. Yeah. This pitcher killed a Burr with a freaking pitch. That's how yeah. dangerous. Randy Johnson is one of my favorite pitchers of all time. So I'm a big yeah. baseball head. We know that. Also, I retweeted yesterday this girl that's dressed up as Ticketmaster. And she was walking around with, uh, with a billboard, right? And she would be like, 
click, click, any content you want. And somebody said Bad Bunny, and then the billboard will flip and it will say F you. <laughs> like, it becomes the master. It's such a mess right now. Yeah. So I, I also pop for that. Like, yeah, I mean, I, 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 I didn't see a lot of creativity, but there's always a few like that. I told you, Haley Bieber and the Carmen, Carmen Electra in scary movie great. because we see Drew Barrymore scream all the time, yeah. you know, and yeah, uh, yeah, there was there was a couple of things. The, the Taylor Swift and I feel like Barbie just feels like so current. Yeah. I want to like try to like think what are you, but I also don't want to not know what you are either. Like yeah. it needs to be like in in between of. Give me that second and then the, oh, I get it. This is who you're supposed to be. That's what I'm looking for. I also don't need somebody that you're just staring at the picture. Like, I'm, like Heidi Klum looks amazing. I still don't know what her custom is. No, but not to be, not to be a more of like the negative side, but I think that this year in particular, there really wasn't much like content to choose from that's like trendy to be for like a Halloween costume, if that makes sense. Like so Barbie, with the nostalgia. Look at how good. Like we were just talking about Kim and Northwest with the, the Jeep thing. and everything. They did Clueless so well. I think that this year, in particular, like overall, is a really nostalgic year. People are, if you look at the fashion, people are going towards back towards the nineties yeah. and the, the the browns and the dark, you know, colors like the neutral colors, like very nineties theme. I think that next year is going to be more of like the the chrome like millennium type of vibe. Yeah. But right now we're in that that '90s nostalgic phase. You know what? We always bring it back to this. Shout out to Chelsea Green and Piper Niven. They won Halloween last night on Raw. That was amazing. Yeah, like their their Heart Foundation costume, incredible for wrestling. Yeah, I love that. Like you get the reference, and they freaking nailed it. They won Halloween in the wrestling world for me. Yeah. So, uh. So we kind of, we talked about our favorite costumes and different things like that. Is there one costume in particular that always every year always like stands out to you like your favorite all-time costume either like th- that you've seen or that you've had? Um my favorite costume I did that I ever worn. I had two favorites. I did Madonna like a virgin bride thingy. Yeah. And I did Julia Roberts in Pretty Woman. But not the classy version. No, no, no. I did. I did Hooker, Julia Roberts. <laughs> I love that costume too. And like it was, it was fun because that one got recognized. And the Madonna too. You see the boy toy belt, and everybody automatically yeah. is gonna know who you are. I thought that's that's what I mean as far as like doing pop culture references, but people will get it. That's what yeah. I mean. Like I always love that kind of thing. I am, I'm always a sucker for Madonna costumes because Madonna went through so many eras of iconic fashion choices. Like I see a lot of girls do the pointy bra. That's such yeah. a Madonna thing and you see it and you automatically know who they are. But yeah, yeah, I mean, every year I kind of have like a different favorite. I don't think there's like a classic go-to. I think a lot of people's creativity comes out this time of the year and I, and I love that. Yeah, I, like I... I don't know. Like, I didn't see it this year. I don't know. And I also feel like Halloween came and went so fast this year. Like, if you look in the stores, everything's decked out for Christmas. It was dismissed. It was dismissed. It was dismissed. I, um, I had an issue because I remember, like, uh, I, well, I told you, like, I got a, a new bedroom set, and that was obviously yeah. an expense. So I was like, okay, once I take care of that, I'm going to go and get my Halloween decorations because I want to go all out. 
And I went to your typical stores that you go to for this kind of thing. Sorry, call me cheap, but you go to like Marshalls, TJ Maxx, Berlin, like this, because you're going to put it away until next year. Yeah. It's only going to be out for a couple of weeks. There was barely anything left. And I'm the kind of person that I'm like, if you don't have it the way that I have a picture, then I'm not doing it at all either. Like, I'm not going to half-ass it. You know what I mean? I I didn't even decorate this year. Yeah. They didn't have, like, I wanted certain figures, certain candles. I wanted a throne blanket. Like, I wanted to do my living room all decked out. And they barely had anything because it was, like, one shelf of it and an entire display of Christmas. And you brought that up in the beginning. I was like, hey, hear me out. I'm not a Christmas person. I get that you're all excited for Christmas, but we, I was, I, I literally, I, I literally just texted someone today saying, I'm going to prepare for Halloween next year, months in advance, like people do for Christmas, because this year I waited until October and couldn't get anything. I went Costumes, to Costumes, decorations, nothing. I went to Home Goods with my, with my mom. Uh, I, I, I'm, I remember in, it was like the end of June, early July, and they were setting up for Halloween then. That's when I need to start looking then. <laughs> yes. But they started putting out Christmas stuff in like August. Yeah. September. So it's like, I don't know. Back to yeah. what we were talking about with the costumes. So I went as Ghostface like four years in a row as a kid. Ghostface is the, is the cheapest and best go-to. But I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to drop some nostalgia on you. I'm going to show you apparently uh, my best looking costume I've ever had in my entire life. Okay. With me, I must have been... Between three and four, maybe some somewhere between that. Well, one year my mom dressed me as uh, uh, as as Baby Hefner, and I had like a little robe on. Oh, I love that! But I this love was that. this was iconic Joey Halloween. Oh, oh my God, you're so cute! Wait, I can't really tell what your costume is. I was a lion. Are you the lion from Wizard of Oz? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I see it. Oh. My mom was obsessed with the Wizard of Oz and she made me the lion from the Wizard of Oz. Yeah, that was me. Is there like, hold on, I forgot the name of that show. Let me Google it real quick. Yeah, I but, remember uh, my mom always used to put me on, what, she was a cartoon, hold on. Yeah, oh God, there it is, the strawberry shortcake. Yeah. So a lot of people don't know this, but actually now I have it, but my natural hair color is red. And my entire really? family was obsessed. Yeah, I'm a redhead. My entire family was obsessed with that, but it's not like the it's not like the ginger soulless red. It's a pretty yeah. red. <laughs> so strawberry um, Yeah. But the problem That's is that my family was obsessed with it. So I'll never forget that my mom would put me on strawberry shortcake for like three years in a row. Yeah. Because they all wanted me to like show off my little red curls, and I was like, "Leave me alone." That's why I went and dyed my hair dark for so many years. So everybody would leave me alone about it. So one year, I I got uh, I got creative. This was maybe twenty thirteen or twenty fourteen. Okay. This was, my, this was my costume. Okay. This is when I. I, w- I was in college and all my friends were playing cards against oh, no. cards against humanity was the big thing. Yeah. You were a card. Oh, okay. I drink. I can't see what the card says. Oh no! <laughs> oh, that's genius. I love that. I love that. Yeah, that was uh, 
That was a homemade costume back in the day. That I like. See, that's what I mean. People call Creative, it. Though, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Not really Barbie like and Ken. Come on. I posted my Wonder Woman costume today on my on my Instagram because that was one of my favorite ones that I wore too. Yeah. I don't know. Just man. And now it's a like gloomy outside. Come on. This, this is supposed to be Not fun. Be Halloween. I don't know why my camera got so like bright all of a sudden the ghosts are coming but uh no i think that i've always loved halloween i i it's always been like my favorite time of the year um especially living here where you have the seasonal change and the leaves and you get the spooky vibes but let me tell you this is the first year in like 11 years that i didn't travel down to orlando to go to halloween horror nights Man, uh, you know that I had a full VIP invite and I didn't get to make it to to it for really? a friend that works there that told me, let me know when you're in town. I'll get you in. Like it's not because you know it's hard to get in. And no, I was I was given over a full VIP tour uh, and I couldn't make it. I couldn't make it. So I'm a little sad about that. Because but you know what? My trip to Orlando was very short and it was yeah, a yeah. family thing. So I just really didn't have the time to get out there to do touristy things. This is the first year I think since maybe I was a teenager that I didn't go to a haunted house. I didn't even see anything promoted this year. That a haunted house here, but it's Puerto Rico. I don't trust that. I feel like if I go in there, they would actually rob me and they just advertise it to like get people. So I'm just going to pass. We're just like destroying Halloween this year. Like, hey, it was horrible. Or like, like it's Puerto Rico. Like you hear like a boom and you don't know if it's a sound effect or if there's an actual shootout. Like, you know what? I'm just going to. I'm going to stay home. <laughs> well, you don't know if over here that if people are decorating with like caution tape or something. It's like, is that Halloween? Yeah, it's a real crime scene. Like, there's just something going on over here. Like, <laughs> Yeah, so how the houses here are not to be trusted and you don't know when there's like a real shootout happening or no outside, like, or I'll yeah. start fighting the people. Like, I'm not good with haunted houses because I know they're supposed to do their job, but yeah. even any of the crosses a certain bubble, you're getting, you're getting clocked. Like, that's just how I function, so... So let me let's get back to the question I asked earlier in the show, um, and we kind of had the whole show to kind of prepare our answers for. But today is obviously Halloween. Tomorrow is November first. Is November first too early to start decorating and preparing for Christmas and the holidays? <clears throat> yes, I think that um, I remember growing up. And yeah. I think that the tradition of, hey, let's have Thanksgiving dinner. Let's go on a food coma for an hour or two. And then let's get up and start decorating the house. That's I think right. Thanksgiving night, <clears throat> I love that tradition. That's how I grew up. That's how we did it here. Yeah. In Puerto Rico, like people are not aware of this, but we have like the longest Christmas season. Like our Christmas goes on until like mid-January. So I feel like we never prematurely decorate because we also don't take it down until then because that's when it actually ends for us. We celebrate Three Kings Day like... So for me, I love the idea. And my mom's birthday is November 28th. So it always lands around that Thanksgiving time. So I love the yeah. idea of decorating either Thanksgiving or on her birthday. Yeah. So that is it for me. However, I think first of all, November 1st is National Candidate. You go to the stores and buy it. It's all on sale. Like, that's what you do on November 1st. Yeah. But I feel like that is, I am a late person like getting my things and i also i don't keep at least for the tree i buy a tree that i can throw away and i don't keep the decorations because i like doing different colors and different things with yeah. my 
three. But I guarantee you that this week I will start looking at my three and my three decorations. So I think it's a good time to start buying it. But I think you put it off Thanksgiving weekend. That's just my. That's just me. But I don't have anything against the people that decorate early. I don't have any. I, there's people that keep their tree up all year long. I have yeah. a problem with that. Like I am, I am a Halloween freak. And if you let me, I would probably keep the house decorated, oh God, and stuff like that. So I'm yeah. not really against it. But that's I will put up my tree Thanksgiving weekend. I don't see a problem with putting up your tree and having it like. You decorate your tree for Halloween. You decorate your tree for like Fourth of July. Whatever. I love that. That's a cute idea. Yeah. Right. Like decorate it for whatever you want, and just utilize. I mean, I don't do that. Mm -hmm. But so my my mom is a huge Halloween person. She's like twelve o'clock in the morning tonight. It's like New Year's Eve for her. She's like, I'm taking I'm taking Halloween down. We're putting trees up. She loves Halloween, and I've always grown up with, with being like that. But I, I mean, I'm not putting my tree up or anything like that now. I'm waiting at least a little closer to Thanksgiving. But uh, if you think about it also, like pumpkins, all that stuff is kind of themed for Thanksgiving. So we kind of have until Thanksgiving to do that. Mm -hmm. Um, But Hallmark Channel, I don't know if you watch the movies on there, already playing Christmas movies. It's already, if you go into the stores, Target. They're already playing Christmas music. Playing Christmas music. Everything is Christmas. So it's like you kind of have no choice but to embrace the Christmas, but it kind of makes you, it kind of forces you in a way to start preparing early and start like decorating early. Cause seeing it like that, your mind is like, Oh crap. It's, it's here. You know, I'm not a big Christmas person. We're, we're a very cheesy white American family. And we do like, we have a, we, we do a baking day a couple of days before Christmas. Oh, that's so like, adorable. The whole family that we get, everyone has matching pajamas for Christmas Day. We have shirts, custom shirts for baking day. Everyone gets a task, and we're like baking all the desserts for Christmas. It's a, it's a, it's a thing. It's a thing in our household. It grows a, a little bit more now that I'm back home because I grew up here. But like in the states, I, yeah. I, I didn't feel big last year. I felt big. Like I did the whole um, making coquito with my mom. Yeah. I feel like this year might be not to get all like so like sad story or whatever. I feel like this year will be meaningful because last mm-hmm. year my mom was in a state where she was in a lot of pain. We didn't know what was wrong. And to see her like what she went through this year and beat it and all that, I'm like, Ooh, I wanna make sure warrior. that Christmas like feels special this year for her mm-hmm. because she can move. She couldn't move, like she didn't even want to have people over. And my mom I'm not big, but my mom is big on Christmas. She didn't want to have people over because they she didn't want them to see them like that. So I do want to have a big Christmas celebration at her house. But we still, last year, did our usual making coquito, listening to Christmas music, making flan, you know. But I want this year to feel special for her because, you know, she had a rough year. And it's just good to see how far she's coming a year. But for me, as a daughter, it was heartbreaking to see my mom saying, I don't want anybody coming over for Christmas. Like, what? What? I grew up with a house full every freaking year. What do you mean, you know? And that's the thing, too. Like, you, you mentioned my... You when you opened Instagram before you saw my you saw my the that little pizza. reel that I made. Wow. I did a whole little vlog of everything I did for like fall this year because I made it a point that like I want to do everything. If it's cheesy, who's judging? I don't give a damn. I want to carve a pumpkin. I want to bake pumpkin seeds. I want to go to Sleepy Hollow and do all the scary spooky stuff. I want to you know play in the leaves like. For me personally, I've experienced major loss this year. So it makes mm-hmm. you realize like 
You need to be present. You need to be here now. Like do things like now, you know, because like, like you said, last year, your mom wasn't in the mood. She, she wasn't feeling it. This year she is. What if it was reversed? You know, what, no, you know, it, I, I love that you bring that up. We were talking about it earlier, like live every day like it was your last and, and take those yeah. times of the year. Like I would tell you maybe in the past, I was not a big Christmas person because it's cheesy and, you know, I'm not like that. But I feel like this year you're going through it with a whole different meaning after, you yeah. know, what we've been through. And I think that it is important to to understand and like, you know, take that into consideration too. Like yeah. those times that are to be meant to be spent with family and loved ones, like yeah. take advantage of it because you don't know when it could be gone. I encourage everybody, even even you, like make a list of like the most cheesiest. And, and we we say cheesy because it's cheesy is a word you use as like like to defend an insecurity. I think you know a deeper meaning of it. Like oh, that's I cheesy. That. No, you don't. It's not cheesy. You just to you, it's like embarrassing when people say oh, it's cheesy. Like you know what I mean. Like you're just you're you're dismissing it. Me, I like, always say I don't ever like to describe things that way because of that. And I even yeah. just did it earlier when we were talking about like the Christmas tree or stuff like that. Yeah. The way that I say it is like I always say it's not my cup of tea, but I don't mind the people that do it. Like yeah. you're, you're right because you said, oh, that's cheesy. You're just like picking on the people that might think that having a, a day where you just like get together with your family yeah. and make coquito or baking day, right? Because we all have our different traditions. Exactly. But some people say, oh, that's cheesy. It's not cheesy. It's what we do, and it might yeah. not be for you. I feel like there's a big difference between – I'm that way. Like, I feel like everybody should let, have their own likes, their own beliefs. Their own, like, I don't have a problem with how anybody feels about anything. I know what's for me and what's not for me, but I'm not going to judge your way of celebrating a certain thing. Yeah. I wouldn't want my life or my traditions to be judged. So who am I to judge yours? I, I actually them. have a lot of fun discussing with people, like what you just told me, you're yeah. like, oh, we're a traditional white family. It's like, <laughs> I would love to have a conversation on how different your Christmas is from mine. You know, and to and, experience and- it too is like, mm-hmm. it. I don't know. It, it gives me so much joy, like even just talking about that because like you, you realize these things as you lose people and as things change and as you get older and like, you know, with your mom going through what she's going through, like it changes your perspective on things. It does like, in everything. In you everything. Need to, do do everything do the most take the pictures take the videos call the people do the things whatever like it, it, i don't want to sound like i'm preaching here but like it changes your, put in the chat i just her. saw i just saw and i'm so happy to see that she's in remission that that's amazing yeah. to hear and it's i like, um i yeah. i have a different perspective and maybe i'm oversharing right now but i will say this my mom is a badass right my mom was yeah. an athlete my mom grew up like doing sports, never smoked, never drank. She was a correctional officer. <clears throat> Boys were more scared to meet my mom than my dad. Like that's how badass my mom is, right? So I will tell you this. I never, it never crossed my mind losing my mom because I just see her as so badass and I'm just like, yeah, she's going to outlive me and everybody else, right? Yeah. Seeing her in the condition that I saw her in the last year completely changed that. And now I just don't take for granted having my mom around. And that's, that's going to be what's different this year. Yeah. And it's like, you know, you may not be up for it. You're, people, like, I'm not in the mood. Like, I don't look good. No. You look your best right now because you're alive right now. You know what I mean? Like, you can change all the things that bother you. You can change starting right now. Like, for me, there's things that used to bother me. Like, oh, oh I'm overweight. Or I don't like this. Or I don't like that. 
you can start right now and start to change that. You know? Yeah. These things are not forever. What's forever is if you're no longer here. You know? So do freaking everything. That's why I I tell people all the time and I get I get so passionate about it. I'm like, take pictures, you know, like who cares? Take the selfie of you and you know the Christmas tree in New York City if you see it the one time you're there. Like who cares what you look like? Who cares? I'm that what way too. It's really funny. My friend the other day told me I was a bad influence. And my other friend was like, no, she's not. Because yeah. I had a friend questioning going on a vacation alone, which I'm never against. Go on the freaking vacation alone, right? Really? But um, the way that it was worked out is like one of our friends was like in the group chat. She was like, no, yeah. don't do it. Save the money. And I got in the group chat. And I'm like, did you pay your rent, your bills? Like your main bills, are they paid? She's like, yeah, it's paid. I'm like, take the freaking trip. Right, the, the, I'm like, no I'm way. the influential person that's like, what are you gonna do with that money if you're not here tomorrow? It's gonna yeah. go to someone, yeah, but do you get to enjoy it? You know, so I'm the kind of person that I'm like, if your responsibilities are met, live your life to the fullest. Everyone's you know? thing and, is different, and like, you know? it's really funny that you said that because one of the girls in the group chat was like, You're a bad influence, and the other one's like, No, she's not, listen to her. And it's like, people have such different mentalities of how everything works out, but yeah. I think living life ultimately should be what drives and focuses i think i think having money and having material things is that nice yeah it could be all gone tomorrow but you're still here you know what i mean and i think that that is the best way to end today's show because we got all inspirational yeah didn't think we were gonna get inspirational from the spooky show but here we are we started the show talking about like matthew perry passing away and being a little somber and then getting into all the spooky stuff and then we like went down a rabbit hole of like spirits and things and then we talked about yeah. and now we're we went to christmas and now we're talking about here and being here now today was a today was it i think today is a good show i love this. i love this stuff and i dressed up as jasper yes you did <laughs> <laughs> and i dressed up at, apparently joey is just joey but my shirt let me show you this. if you if you didn't see it at the beginning of the show i this shirt this shirt is it i love it it's so cute and if you look at the movies that they're watching, like you've got mail. Oh like, my girl, my my the movie my girl scarred me for life. They're watching rom coms like Chucky in the background. Yeah, so cute. Have to do it. it. Have to do it for Halloween. But uh, not to promote my own stuff. But if you uh, if you want to see the little vlog that I did, go look at uh, my Instagram. You the, the handle here is at Joey Carney. That's the same thing for my Instagram as well. I did a little fall vlog where I just like I just recorded everything like I did this year. Leaves falling, the the trees changing, going to the pumpkin patch, carving pumpkins. Uh, I have this recipe that when I uh, when I carve the pumpkin, I, I bake the seeds, brown sugar and cinnamon. Yeah, the Impressive. whole thing. But uh, just do it all because if, <laughs> if not now, when you know? Correct. But uh, Isa, thank you so much for making the show what it is. Because if, if without you, I'd either be talking to myself or talking to somebody else. And there's nobody I love uh, as much as you. So it wouldn't be the same. Is it because, is it because I'm your cat? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. I, 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 honestly, I didn't, pick, I didn't pick up on it until you said it. And I was like, holy crap. That's funny. <laughs> Yo, yeah, I adore you. It's my favorite um, holiday, and obviously, I feel like we celebrate Halloween different when it falls on a weekday. I yeah. feel like the best Halloweens are always the ones that fall on the weekend. I feel like the weekday Halloweens kind of like get dismissed. 
Um, but I would not, I love spending it here with the people in the chat with you just talking some, this one went off the rails, but all of our off the rails show always ends up being my favorite. Yes. So I, I love you guys. As far as me goes, I will see you later. I'm not going to dress up as Joey's cat. We'll have something different for tonight, but I'll be streaming for NXT. So come hang out on my YouTube channel later tonight. Yes. And if you want uh, a pumpkin style pizza, Papa John's is doing a special for Halloween that oh. uh, it's a thin crust pizza. It's uh, a cheese pizza and they decorate the rim and they make it look like a jack-o'-lantern with uh, pepperoni. That's the pizza that I posted, but uh, Papa John sh should sponsor this show just for that little cheap, uh, you know. And they do the heart shape on Valentine's. At yes, least they yeah. try. They try to stay on theme. I do like, I do better with thin crust pizza because pizza, I can't really have pizza. Like it has to be thin. So you might have just yeah. introduced my interest in ordering Papa John's. No, no pizza. No pizza. Anyways, let's get out of here. Yeah, let's get out of here. I appreciate you, Isa. Thank you, everybody, for another great show. Uh, we needed this show this week. This was a good show. It was fun. Chat was great. And uh, again, thank you guys. And we'll see you next week. Bye. R-E-S-P-E-C-T. Click the subscribe button and find out what it means to me. Nah, that doesn't have a ring to it. But if you like videos about real news stories that are funny, stupid, or weird, subscribe now.